Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Nicole Smith about utilizing volunteers and interns to drive organizational success. Nicole Smith, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, I'm thrilled to have a chance to talk with you. Uh, We've been uh, corresponding now for quite a while, and we finally get the chance to sit down and have a nice chat. We're going to be talking today about utilizing volunteers and interns to drive organizational success. Uh, I I think uh, you, you really have a unique perspective on this topic. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about your book as well uh, as it relates to to this. Um, But ultimately, I think we'll just have a really nice exploration about perhaps non-traditional ways uh, to build out your human capital capabilities of your organization. As we get started, yeah, as we get started, I wanted to share Nicole's bio with everybody. Nicole Smith is a Panamanian American workforce development specialist, published author of Game On, Relentlessly Pursue Your Dreams, and the 101 Note-Taking Affirmation Journal series. Motivational speaker, blogger, podcast host of From the Suggestion Box, Navigating Feedback, the Good, the Bad, and the Say What? Say What? Say What? And Dancer. Uh, You do a lot of things. You wear a lot of hats, right? Um, She earned her bachelor's degree via Division I full ride track scholarship. After graduating, she founded Step It Up, Inc., a nonprofit dance organization. Her experience in sports and entertainment, radio, TV, and performing arts has spanned nearly 20 years, covering the the Chicago, Houston, and Miami markets. She has danced and cheered for four professional and semi-professional sports teams, has prepared more than 500 interns to enter the workforce, and has inspired crowds upwards of 2,000. She was a contributing writer for the life of a single mom for two years, and in October 2020, she was awarded an Emerging Leader Award from Alive Impact Awards for volunteer engagement professionals, and in November 2020, joined the board of the Association for Leaders in Volunteer Engagement. In 2019, she joined the board of the Arts and Business Council of Miami, was listed as one of Uh, WLRN's Local Women Who Inspire You, and was selected as one of Legacy Miami's most prominent and influential Black women in business uh, and industry of 2019. What an incredible background. Uh, I'm so honored to have the chance to chat with you today. Uh, Before we launch into the conversation, anything else about yourself that you would like to share with listeners by way of your background or personal context? Uh, No, I think it was all there. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) You know, I, it's it's fun to see reactions of guests as I read their bios. Um, it, it it says a lot about you, actually, that you you get joy out of hearing about your accomplishments. But also, I can tell you're you're a humble um, person, and you don't take those those accomplishments for granted. Uh, I think that's wonderful. 
anything yeah, you yeah, anything yeah. you like to to share just by way of your background personal journey um before we launch into the real meat of today which is going to be about volunteer and internship uh management and helping organizations succeed yeah absolutely so one of the things that um really helped me land where i was was the fact that I had the opportunity to start um, a couple of internship programs, uh, grow an internship program, and I actually fell into um, volunteer management, right? Um, it's one of those professions where, you know, little kids from, you know, small, from young are not running around going, I want to be a manager of volunteers when I grow up. Like, that's just not a thing. That's just not a thing. So I fell into this and the thing that really helped me become so passionate at the base level, the basic level of managing volunteers interns is really just respect. It, it's respecting people, respecting their time, respecting their efforts. The same thing that you would do um, with a paid employee, respecting their efforts, respecting the time that they're putting in, um, getting their opinions. and. So what I found was even times I would go to volunteer for things, it would drive me nuts if people were like, oh my gosh, we need so much help. Please, please, we need your help. We need your help. And I'm cool. I am there. I'm there to help you. And then I get there, can't find the person who requested me um, or there's nothing for me to do. And I'm like, look, you know, but time is precious. Time for everybody is precious. And, you know, if, if I choose to spend my time with you, like that's time I'm not getting back. Um, and I have no problem. I have no problem carving out time and driving in the traffic and doing everything that I need to get there. Because if you say you need my help, then I, then by golly, I am here to help you. But when I get there and I'm sitting around for two hours, cause you didn't figure it out or the materials didn't come or you know just all these other reasons being on that end of it is what has made me so passionate about really um talking to people about the value of your volunteer program because the thing about it is the the word of mouth aspect is huge and a lot of people seem to forget that and they they overlook the volunteer they overlook the intern they underestimate them and then um but those are the people who are going to tell their friends whose friends are going to tell their friends whose friends are going to tell their friends and everybody knows that that word of mouth marketing is more powerful than anything you can send a bunch of emails you can watch a lot of ads but let your mama say you know i tried this or you know your daughter say or your friends say this product worked really well, they could have seen the ad for it 6,000 times, but because you as a trusted source said you should try it, that will make the difference. So having those mouthpieces as your, your volunteers and your interns as that mouthpiece in terms of how you treat them is just going to make your company that much better in the community wherever they're going. And um, so that's, that's where I landed. That's how I became so passionate about this. And just, you know, I'm just on a like a trailblaze to just be like, respect <laughs> and value your volunteers and interns. They have more impact than you realize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. And I absolutely agree. I think we think about paid employees all the time. Uh, 
I, I think paid employees get exploited, used and abused and aren't treated with dignity and respect often. But right. it, but interns and volunteers often are just a complete afterthought, right? Yep. Um, they're completely taken for granted. And so, yeah, absolutely. We need to treat everyone with dignity and respect, honor uh, who they are and the, yep. the, the sacrifice that they're making to be there. You're not paying them a thing. They're there uh, out of their own goodwill. And there are choices. There's a marketplace of volunteering, right? There's so many yeah. different institutions and organizations that need volunteers. And so if they have a bad experience with you, they're going to move on. And then you're not going to be able to, you know, tap into that again later. I've exactly. had similar experiences as, as you've described, um, both as kind of a, like going to an event to volunteer, as well as even things like being approached to be on a, a board, a, a nonprofit board or things like yes. that, where I've had similar types of experiences. Um, and like you, I'm very happy to to carve out some time to give back, to, to help others. Um, but I do want to make sure that my time is not taken for granted and that it's utilized in some meaningful way. And if it is, I'll give more of my time. Um, exactly. but, but when it's not, then that's when I'm going to start pulling back and I'm going to start putting my attention somewhere else. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's something we really, really need to be taking, uh, you know, good care of that, that, fostering that kind of an environment for volunteers and interns. Um, as, as we get started, uh, perhaps we can start by just defining a few terms. You know, what's okay. the difference between a volunteer and an intern? You know, I, I'm a university professor. I have students go out and do internships all the time. Sometimes they're paid uh, interns, internships. Sometimes they're not paid internships. And so in a sense, they're volunteers. But when we talk usually about volunteer management versus interns, what's the difference that you see there? So one of the biggest difference is the fact that um, when can be paid and when cannot. Um, so that's a huge, a huge difference. Um, often, depending on the organization, depending on the, the type of organization and how it's set up, um, volunteering tends to be a little bit more flexible, whereas your internship program is definitely more structured and you know the Department of Labor has a lot more to say about an intern and an internship program than it does about a volunteer program. So that's kind of the, the two largest difference that you'll see is really the flexibility. Um, sometimes depending on the organization, um, the, the level of assignments that they have, but if an organization is doing it right, they, they can have, have high level assignments, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but the, the biggest thing is the fact that um, volunteers, by nature of the actual term, if you know they they are not getting paid, whereas your interns, interns can be volunteers if they are unpaid, but they also have the opportunity and the possibility to be paid. Yeah, and the structured nature of it and and also volunteers tend to be more short-term versus internships yep. or more structured, more uh, long-term. Um, at least for a series of months. Obviously, volunteers may show up to just an event. They may volunteer in the office on a repeated basis. There's a lot right. of different ways that this can shape up. Um, but you, yeah. made, you made a really important point. Maybe we can drill into that just a little bit. Um, okay. And that is, these resources are often vastly underutilized within organizations. How often yes. do we, we hear about the caricature of an intern, you know, who's just the person going around getting coffee for everybody? Oh. Um, 
right? I, there's that a reason why that's my hide. <laughs> I know. So that's, that's a stereotype. It persists. And I'm sure there's organizations where that happens. Um, they're just the people running mail, the people making copies, getting co uh, coffee for each uh, people, get, taking lunch orders, whatever. And, you know, pay your dues, do some of those types of things. That's fine. But there should be other meaningful work that you're doing, uh, especially, you know, if you're a, a, a university senior or something, you have a lot of uh, good skills to bring to the table. Why not utilize those experiences? Or especially if it's a graduate intern or somebody. I mean, th these are people that can make contributions. I see it every day with my students. They can go out and do really amazing things. And it's it's a travesty when they're not utilized, both for them, for their own professional development, but also for the organization who's not tapping into their skills. Exactly. Absolutely. You, you hit it on the nail. You absolutely hit it on the nail. So, you know, one of the first things we need to do is just change our mindset perhaps within organizations. Yeah. And I, I get it. I think, you know, managers are busy and they're, you know, they're, they're trying to take care of their full-time and part-time employees. They're trying to make sure, you know, their office is running smoothly and this, that, and the other, right. Putting out fires. And oftentimes, you know, these non-paid interns or these volunteers or even low paid interns, you know, they're kind of an afterthought and there's not, since the organization's not investing a lot in terms, you know, they don't have tons of skin in the game in terms of, you know, pay uh, oftentimes, you know, they, they just see it as, oh, it's, it's a nice thing if I can get to it, but it's just one more thing. Um, and, and I think switching that mindset is really, really important because it's only when we switch that mindset, not only will we attract better volunteers and interns that we can then utilize that will help drive the business and drive the success of the organization. Um, but again, it will, it will also really better benefit those people who are trying to engage with your organization. It will help pre uh, prepare them professionally and they'll become, you know, brand ambassadors for your organization once they leave. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership, Ordinary Everyday Actions That Produce Extraordinary Results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years. With increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition, the average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life.
Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, you know, I've talked to several people before who um, they're like, oh, you know, we just, we need a little, we need extra help in the office. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, well, why don't you get an intern? And the initial response is like, oh, interns. Oh my gosh. You know, and there's these preconceived ideas that they're lazy and that they're unreliable or even um, especially. And one of the things that people will do with volunteers and interns is, oh, well, you know, we won't pay somebody to do that. We'll get a volunteer or intern to do it. You are not technically by law allowed to do that. So I caution anybody who that has run through your mind, right? Um, that they, you know, that they have nothing to, they have nothing to offer. They're, oh, they're entitled and they're lazy. And I'm like, well, what interns have you been dealing with? Because the ones that I have, I've had phenomenal interns, but the, the thing is you get out what you put in, right? So if you plant a seed of you matter, your opinions um, are valued and hey, what are you learning in university that could be applied here, right? And take a look at this. What do you see? What are you learning about in school? How can we look at this differently? Dive into this, you know, those projects that everybody wants to do, but like you said, they're trying to run their department so they don't necessarily have the time. But it's like, man, I wish I had time to sit down and do this. At our organization, we've done that a couple of times with several different interns and the result has been phenomenal. They have saved us money. They've changed processes. They've introduced things to us that we had no idea even existed. It was like, tick what? You know, like it just they're on top of the newest things that are happening. They are full of ideas. And today's um, today's students who are coming into the workforce, they more than ever, they want their work to be meaningful. So not only are they doing things and bringing new thoughts and ideas, but it's, it's coming from a meaningful, like, how can we impact our community? How can we impact it? How do I know that I'm making a difference? You know, but if you only give them the option to go get the coffee, how are you ever going to know? And quite frankly, if somebody, if you showed up every day and somebody just kept telling you to go get coffee, you're, you're going to die a little bit on the inside. You're not going to want to contribute. You're not going to want to, you know, you're just like, oh my gosh. And then what does that trigger? It's just like, I'm not encouraged to continue, you know, even showing up early. If all I know is I'm going to get coffee and then I'm going to be berated because, you know, I didn't put two sugars in it or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, you know, if you're inviting them into the meetings, pulling the curtain back behind certain things, I mean, I'm not telling you to, you know, invite them to like, you know, the financial meeting that's going to determine the future of the company, but maybe, and then kick them out when it gets to the good stuff, but, you know, invite them in, let them see how decisions are made, have conversations about what happened in the meeting afterwards. I've had so many ideas that I've been able to implement just because the intern sat and was like, well, have you ever thought about this? Or we did this. And it was like, what? I would have never, because I've been so used to the, the norm and the, and the rudimentary, okay, this, do it this way, do it this way. And just sometimes that one little idea can spark something. So as you pour into people and you plant that seed and you water it and you continue to let them know that they are appreciated, they're going to go above and beyond. Now, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you that we haven't had some crazy interns where I just looked at them and I, I don't know how you're going to survive in the world. Like, yes, those happen, but you can't throw out the baby with the bathwater, right? Well, you just because, go ahead. Well, the thing is that happens with employees too, right? Was, yes, the 
that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I was like, if you have a bad employee, do you like, you know, fire everybody? Oh, well, you know, we had one bad employee. We can't have anybody work for us anymore. No, you, you coach and work with that one person. And then if it doesn't work, you get rid of them. You coach and you work with that intern. And if it's not working out, then you let them go. You don't just get rid of your entire program. Like, and you know, are you asking for feedback? Are you asking for, was this a meaningful experience? Where are you going to find, find these particular, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes with it, but we have had interns that have made phenomenal, phenomenal impact who have not only gone on to eventually get hired in the organization, but if they weren't able to work at our organization, they made contacts through the internship to go work at other places and have done amazing things and now I'm watching them on LinkedIn and they're hiring people and they come back to me and they're like oh I'm this you know I'm like the director of HR now and I remember our internship I wanted to send this to you to see if we can you know get it to those who are you know I mean it is a this is like a, a beautiful family tree the circle of life of it all but I guarantee you if you treat them like crap then you have potential just walking out the door over and over and over as, as opposed to building them up, nurturing them, getting them into the fabric of your organization. And now, and it also helps with your DEAI, right? You're entering, you're um, providing an entry level, an entry point for people. You can grow them up, nurture them, build them. And now when you're getting to places where you're starting to hire, you have people who you already know love the organization because they interned for you, especially if they're interning for free and they stayed for a while, right? So now you have people who are invested. You have people who have institutional knowledge. Now when you're getting to those entry level or like mid-level positions, you have people who already know and you're growing them up. You're not always having to constantly go outside and start all over again and readjust the culture and get people readjusted. You know, you can continue to grow from the inside, but if all you're doing is giving them coffee, you know, I mean, get a coffee maker because the, the, the value that they bring is so much, so much more, more, more powerful and impactful than you would ever know. And that's just on the intern side. Volunteers, don't let me get started with them. A lot of volunteers, depending on the organization that they're with, you know, they've retired, which means they are bringing a lifetime of experience. You know, all, you all know that movie, The Intern with, um, was it, was it Dustin Hoffman? I think that was his name. I have to remember, but it was the movie, The Intern. And um, the whole, all the life experience, you know, these people are retired executives at the top of their game. And when they come and you know, you invite them into volunteer and the knowledge that they have, you know, you could have them, you'd sit and have a discussion with them and they could be like, oh, well, did you think about this? And you were like, I had no idea because I just started the job. I'm here for five years. You have 20 years behind you. Maybe, you know, tap into it, ask them, you know, they are more valuable than just, uh, can you go clean out the closet? right? It's like, come on, tap into the resources that you have, tap into the, and, and it just, it just, it, it just aggravates me when people just blow them off. Oh, it's just like, yeah. oh, volunteers, interns, oh, what do they know? And I'm like, why do people get this idea that, especially with volunteers, because they're volunteering their time that they're idiots. Like, I don't know where that misconception came from. Oh, well, Oh, the volunteer, like, and they treat, I've had volunteers that are like chemists and, you know, 
doctors and stuff, you know, that takes me way past any. And so we bring them and we ask their, their expertise tap in. That is free expertise walking around your halls. And you're just like, oh, um, can you just go get me some coffee when they could have literally have been like, well, I could make you three. I can make you three coffee makers. But since all you want is a cup of coffee, let me just bring that to you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think part of it, like we were talking about, it's you know, the, the limited resources of organizations and the short-sightedness, you know, instead of seeing interns and volunteers as, as a way to fill out your human capital bench, right. To, to provide more opportunity to do more things. You see it as a, a, you know, a, a strain on existing resources and a strain on your time as a manager, um, because of that false narrative in your mind, that, that mindset, uh, yep. you're, you're not utilizing it. You're not treating them with respect. Um, in fact, you're, it's very disrespectful the way they often get treated. Um, yeah. but even from, just from the pure hard business case of it, th- you know, it makes no sense. Um, it's, it's just so short-sighted. And so we absolutely need to take a second look at our volunteer programs, our internship programs, uh, within our organization. Something else that I do, um, at my university and all of my courses is that I have my students do consulting projects for organizations in the community. And so it's kind of, it's, it's kind of like a mini internship slash volunteering, um, but right. there's these volunteer consulting projects. Um, and sometimes I have the same thing where organizations are like, ah, I don't know this, you know, this is going to take my time, but I'm, I'm like, I got a team of five, six students who are skilled, who can put in hundreds of hours into this project to help you do something you're never going to get to. Um, you know, and it might take 10 hours of your time. <laughs> right. uh, that seems like right. a no brainer. And, and usually they come around, they start to see that. And especially if, if they have a chance to do a project with my class, then they realize, oh, this is amazing. Um, but I think we, we just don't, as, as I, I speak, we quote unquote, organizational leadership as a, as a whole, you know, yeah. around the country, we don't utilize these types of resources nearly to the extent that we can or that we should. Um, and and you, you also mentioned something that's just so important, millennial, young millennial and Gen Z workers and students, they want to make an impact. They want to make a difference. They want what they're doing to matter. They want to feel meaning and purpose and fulfillment in the work that they do. Uh, and that sometimes that gets labeled as entitlement that they're, you uh-huh. know, like go work a crap job for 20 years and someday you'll get to do something you love. Right. They're, they're calling BS on that. And they're saying, no, right. I, I'm not going to do something that's horrible for, for most of my career and then wait to do something meaningful when I'm near retirement. Um, and I completely agree with that, I, uh, frankly. So I, I, I get frustrated when I hear people bemoaning millennial and, and Gen Zs uh, for those sorts of things. I think it's absolutely the right mindset um, that we, we should be leveraging and, and tapping into uh, they just, they just need a little mentoring, a little coaching, a little guidance, yep, a little and then guidance. S- set them loose with their passions and they'll do amazing things. Amazing. They will blow your mind. They've blown my, I've been like, it's just like, wow, wow. Given the opportunity. Yep. Absolutely. Well, very good. Nicole, this has really been a lot of fun. We've only scratched the surface. I, I imagine we could probably talk for another hour easy. Um, but I, I want to be mindful of the time and respectful of your time. Um, so before we close for today, perhaps, perhaps I can have you back on at another time. Before we close for today, I would like to give you a chance to share with listeners how they can get connected with you, find out more about your work, your, your book, your podcast, and then uh, give us the final word on the topic for today. 
Okay, absolutely. So you can find me on all platforms at at Nicole R. Smith Net. Um, and yes, you mentioned that I am an author. I wrote a book, of, and it's really about goal setting and the and and what you have to do in order to see your goal through the persistence of it all, right? Not giving up as soon as it gets difficult. And I just, I just talked about the challenges that I had in trying to pursue one of my dreams that I wanted to go that was so far-fetched and just unrealistic. And everybody was looking at me like I was crazy, but I had to like silence the naysayers and I went after it and I made one of them. I didn't make all of them, but I did make one of them and it was enough. Um, so that's where that all kind of culminates. And then for like managers, people who are managers who are especially first time uh, managers who are going through some things and um, have a hard time with feedback navigating feedback, whether it be good, the bad, or the same what, because people will tell you some crazy things. And so the podcast is designed to help you determine, you know, the feedback that you should keep and the feedback that you should just let go, you know, consider the source and then go from there. So we have a lot of time, we have a lot of laughs, um, just like the, and it's crazy because think like, like I said, the things that people that come out of people's mouths sometimes, you're just like, I don't, how did you ever whoa so we have a lot of fun with that um so yeah i'm doing a lot of different things just because i'm so passionate about helping people i've been through a lot so i'm just trying to help other people you know just help help them go through it too because i wish i had had somebody to go through it because i was like what am i doing i have no idea so so that's so this is my way of giving back um to help others who are coming up um and so the final word final topic I would say, let's take, you know, the first start that you can do if you have interns, if you know somebody who is an intern or anything like that in July, um, July 29th is National Intern Day. Start now, plan something, plan to do something nice for your interns and don't bring them just like a cup of coffee, right? Do something nice. You have a whole month. You, you now know, depending on when this airs, <laughs> you know when it's going to happen. Take some time out to recognize your interns. Take some time out to recognize your volunteers. Um, one of the, uh, I created a journal literally called 101 Affirmations for Volunteers. And it's a journal. They can write down notes. And there's affirmations just saying you are seen, you are heard, you are valued, just a way to say thank you to them. So start today, after you hear this, within the week, do something to recognize your volunteer or intern. And, and that would mean the world to me. Again, like I said, you can follow me, especially on LinkedIn. That's where I'm the most active, um, at Nicole R. Smith Net, but I'm on Instagram, Twitter occasionally. Um, that's why I need my interns. <laughs> I need an intern to do that. <laughs> and um, yeah, all the other platforms too. <laughs> Wonderful. Awesome, Nicole. It has really been a pleasure. You're a delight to talk with. I encourage listeners to reach out, get connected with Nicole, find out more about what she can do for you. And as always, I hope you can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly 
in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.